Hello, everyone. Hope everyone's having a good day today. Uh, welcome back to another episode of All Ball. Uh, I'm your host, Samir. I'm here with my good friend and roommate, Ruthvik. Um, hope we hope everyone, you know, is doing well out there, enjoying the NBA playoffs. Uh, you know how we always like to start our our segments with uh, Samir's sloppy segment. So, Ruthvik. Uh, considering the theme of today's episode is the expansion of the game, did you ever play Risk, the board game, as a child? Uh, I think I did, but I don't exactly remember it super clearly. So the idea of that game is to dominate the world, right? Okay. Uh, with you have everyone gets their own armies, whatever you could put, you know. The the gist of it is you try to dominate the entire world. Okay. It's kind of like world domination, right? Okay. Um, and you know, I was thinking about it. With you know the world and what the fate of basketball is now, watching today's like playoffs. I mean, we got players from everywhere, right? So who do you think would win in a best of seven series in today's climate of Team World or Team USA? So right now, if we were to start, I think, I think first of all, I think that's a great question, especially with the expansion of the game that's been going on for the last. 20 years of watching basketball um but i think if i had to pick honestly i might have to say team world i think team usa might have more elite players because if we're looking at just the top five of the nba or the world there's definitely some international born players but we're, we're also talking if we look at the top 10 we're, we're including a lot of american names but i think if you were were to work within the team concept the way European basketball is taught, I think it's a very purist form of teaching, so to speak. A lot of fundamentals, a lot of passing. We just look at the, I guess, the top three foreign-born players. They're all known to be great passers, very team-involved guys. We think of Giannis, we think of Luka, we think of uh, Jokic. So is the European game soft? I don't think so. Okay. I don't, I don't think so. I don't, like... I feel like that's just kind of a carryover from the stigma around soccer, and we just kind of attribute it to them because we like to view ourselves a certain way. But, I mean, you look at these guys, and everything that they say when they come over to the NBA is that, wow, it's actually a lot easier to score here because they're not as physical here because the the fouls are called much more readily here. So I guess what we enjoy when we're watching the playoff atmosphere of Okay, now they're letting them get away with more. They're letting them letting swallowing some whistles. I think we t- they tend to see that more at baseline in Europe. So they're just so prepared um, for the NBA. It seems. So uh, if you think Team World's gonna win, sure. Yeah, I think you're you're you're. I think that's a you know. I I'd probably have to go Team USA. Still, I'm a homer. Um, I I just think that the athleticism on that front is just it's still, uh, you know. It's just it's just not the same from the European players. I mean, you always say like you always talk about Luca. Luca's the best European player, right? Or is it Jokic? I don't. It don't matter. They're both very good. I mean, is Giannis European? I, okay, I would have to say Giannis. I forgot a- about him. Okay, that guy's pretty damn athletic. Okay, that's good. That's good. Uh, but he can't shoot, right? But those other guys can. Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah, sure. Giannis is European. That's fair. I mean, Team World. Team World's anywhere, right? It's not just have to be European. We're just oh, looking at Europe. We're just true. looking at Europe. We're being that's kind of biased point. here. That's a good point. It could be anywhere. Uh, so now I get it could be Embiid. Team now, India. Now I, mean, I, now I get Embiid too. Yeah, you get Embiid. You get you get you get. All right, who's your? Five? You get Ryan Agarwal. Who's, you get Indian players. Who's, who's my five from yeah. USA? Yeah. 
I'll I'll give you my five from the team USA. Okay. Okay. Hey, let's play. Let's play it this way though. Let's we have to make a position, not position list. You can't just have. You know, okay. Embiid, Giannis, and all of them. Okay, you okay pos- by position, because otherwise fine. we can stack both our teams. All right, so point guard, you got to go Steph Curry. Still okay. the best point guard in the league. Okay. Right, by far. I mean, look at him. He's, I think he's about to will his team to a championship this year, possibly. Uh, at shooting guard, this is a tough one. Because, um, you know, I would love to have gone Clay, but he's just lost his step. You can't, I don't think I can bring him in. And James Harden, too. I mean, we're looking at him, and he's like dribble, 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 air ball sometimes nowadays. I think he's just lost a step. But he's, he, I think it's, he'll get his groove back. Um, so I got to go with Jimmy Butler. Okay. Because I need a defender. Okay. I need a guy who's like willing to be gritty, uh, doesn't need to score 30-plus points, and can be, you know, we'll do the dirty work. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I, I – you're a Heat fan. The only thing I don't like about Jimmy Butler sometimes, I do think that he can get hot-headed. Uh, especially in this type of setting, I'd be worried about that. But you got to go Jimmy. And then you got to go with LeBron James. I mean, why why, why not? Why not? You know, you have to go LeBron. I mean, that's a big reason I wouldn't pick the wor- the USA team at this point. Because LeBron? Because, I mean, it's not LeBron from five, six years ago, who who's just on another planet in terms of athleticism and everything he can do on a court. It's it, it's just like the point that Giannis is in right now. That was LeBron for so long. Okay. Um. And so I mean, even I'm one of the biggest LeBron supporters, but it's clear to even to LeBron supporters, he, you're more than just that. You'd ride the banana boat family. with him. Your family, uh, <laughs> if he let me. But 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 I think that's just to say that he's definitely had to change his game to adapt to some restrictions that he even talks about himself. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I you know. I, I you gotta go LeBron, and okay. then is okay. Can I take KD at my four? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, then I'll take KD at the four. The center is the tricky one because do I get the guy? We in Minnesota now. I mean, that's probably the best, you know, Team USA center. Yeah, uh, I feel but, bad for y'all. <laughs> but he's he's becoming a clown these days, on you know this trash talk. But I'm trying to think. You know, I'm going through the. I mean, Jokic is the best center in the league. I mean, B, you you're gonna have those guys. This is where it gets tricky. So, th- so this do is, I go with the young cat? Like so this DeAndre is your Aiden? five. This is your five. Yes, yeah, my center. Okay. Um, and I, I, I mean, this is tough. Uh, dude, I, I would love to have Anthony Davis, one healthy. Um, but we're doing here and now. We're here and now, so I can't go with AD. I, I would love to have AD. Um, I mean, I know everyone hates on him, but he's still AD, one healthy. So I, I guess I have to go with the greatest shooting big man in NBA history, Carl Anthony Towns. All right. I mean, quote, unquote, the man, the man won the three-point competition. I think I have to. I have to. And then if, if you want to give me a six-man, I'm going sure. Devin Booker. Okay. Or Chris Paul, either one. But okay. So, so who, which one? Devin Booker. Devin Booker. I need a bucket. So your five is Curry, Butler, LeBron, KD, Carl. And, and book. D-Book. Okay. It's a pretty formidable five. I'm surprised you didn't include Jason Tatum after everything he's been doing in the He's, he's raw, but, like, I, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, honestly, I mean, where would I put him, though? He's a small forward if we're playing position oh, basketball. Play he can play shooting. No, but we're playing true, true position basketball. Otherwise, then we can stack our teams in, in any which way. So I think you have to. Well, play. Like, you, you uh, have to. I too. mean, for KD, we. I think. KD's, but KD is a four. He plays four. But he's like three slash four. Okay, fine. Well, you, I, and then, then I'll put KD and I'll take LeBron out. He's old. 
I'll take his his old ass out. Okay. Okay. All right. And then I'll put at the four. I'll put Draymond. Okay. If okay, you want, if you want, to, if you want to do that, I'll put Draymond. No, no, I'm yeah. saying, I'm saying, you should be allowed to put Katie at the four. Okay. And, and you should also be allowed to put Tatum at the two if you want to. I, I don't want. But, but you can stick with both. Well, if you want me to, I'll give it. I'll take Tatum. Sure. If you're giving me that. Yeah, I'll yeah. Okay. I'm not so saying Tatum. you should give me Tatum. Okay. All right. Starting or uh, that's my uh, shooting guard. I'll take. I want. Okay. I still want Book on the on the bench. Okay. So you took Jimmy uh, out completely. Yeah. Bye bye, Jimmy. Okay. So you got Curry, Tatum, LeBron. KD, KD and, and the best shooter ever. And book and the best shooter ever <laughs> at the five. Yeah. Okay, that's 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 a formidable bunch. It's a formidable bunch. But we since we are doing these like flex positions, that kind of opens up. Well, yeah, quite see, a this bit is because my, then you can myself. put Donjic wherever you want. That's why I wanted it to be more positionable. Well, I mean, I, I think Luca plays the point in okay, sure. in on the maps. Okay, fine. Right? I'll give that to you. Sure. Okay. Sure. So go. so I'm gonna go Luca at the point. Okay. Um young stud. Carrying a franchise, yeah. quite incredible what he's doing. Mm-hmm. What, Sixteen-year-old MVP of the Euro League. Yeah, that's insane. But you're playing Team USA now. This is yeah, the yeah, USA yeah. League. Yeah, we're fine. This is the NBA. Yeah, yeah. who's stopping? Who's stopping <laughs> Luca? Um, okay, so I got Luca. So that's that's fantastic. It's a great start. I, I am worried defensively. Like he's going to chase around. Like who do I put him on? I can't really put him on staff. You got to put him on the greatest shooter ever, Cat. I, honestly, I might do that. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, that's not a great idea. Yeah. That's not. That's a pretty good idea. Um. But then for my two, I think I might have to circle back on this. Let me talk through my other three because I want to include my big three in some form or fashion. So I put Giannis at my three. Um, I think he he can, and then he can kind of alternate with Luca a little bit on the ball hand. I mean, I think the great thing about my team is other than Joel Embiid, who I'm gonna have at the five, three of them, Jokic at the four. I mean, this is all all three of them are walking point guard, point point this, forwards, this is, point centers. Uh, yeah. The distribution is just next level. I got okay. Joel Embiid hogging the paint. All right. Eating against um eating cat for dinner. Um so that's fantastic. And then I just have to figure out my two. So I'm I'm kinda cycling through do I go with someone like a a Boyan Bogdanovich <laughs> uh or Bogdan Bogdanovich or who else? Who else could I go here? Andrew Wiggins. Andrew, true, 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 true. Hey, that all-star boy. I kind of like just gave you the North America. I could, I could do Andrew Wiggins, but I think I'm gonna hold off on Wiggins. Um, I maybe I move Luca there and then get someone else for the point. But Jose Alvarado. Ooh, Jose Alvarado, but he's American. Oh, he is. Yeah, oh, yeah but he's yeah, you're right. So he's still the goat. He is still the goat. So yeah. that, that is a worthwhile shout out. Okay, I think I think I'll go Boyan Bogdanovich. I like I like what he spunk. Wait, Boyan or like Jazz or Hawks? Jazz? Okay, Boyan, Boyan. Okay, Boyan is like that. Okay, all right. I like get, Bogdan all right, too. You get Boyan. I'll get Boyan. Right. And then you want Bogdan as your sister? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll take. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Um, I'll take Bogdan as my uh, sixth man. Okay. I got both of the Bogdanovich bros. I like that. I like <laughs> okay. that. Am I missing anyone? Because um, I, I, I'm I thought sure you were missing guys. I mean, Jamal Murray isn't he Canadian? Oh, so I'm so I'm I'm like I mean, kind of dissing all of Canada right yeah, now. Yeah, R.J. Barrett. Yeah, but I'm kidding. Yeah, but R.J.'s good, but he at that level. There right. are a lot of Canadian players, in it. but here and right now, I'll say Jamal Murray's just out right Shy. now. Shy. That's true. Yeah, um, I just kind of ignored all. I guess I could go Ben Simmons. You could. I could get the defensive presence. You could. Um, but I just haven't seen him after this back surgery, so yeah. I'll, just, I'll just stay clear for I now. I think you should stay clear for him. Yeah. Um, I feel pretty good. You about know Maxi Kleber? I hey, I just need someone who's <laughs> gonna play hard and can shoot threes. Yeah. And space the floor. Okay. I think I'm fine with that. I I, I think we win. 
You no, can't. I don't think you're, so, man. you're so slow. What do you mean? What do you mean? You're so slow. What do you mean? Jokic and Doncic are way too slow. You're not going to play defense. That team, Giannis is going to be the only one playing defense, running from f- end, <laughs> exactly. end, end and he, to end. And he plays 100, 100 miles an hour, dude. Uh, how are you going to shoot, bro? You got one shooter. Who? Luka. We got Boyan Bogdanovich, dude. So you want Jokic just to stay out on the three-point line? Where is he going to play? He play wherever he wants to. <laughs> First of all, ya- they can't stop Giannis, and he's the only one on his team right now. Oh, that's fine. Okay. Now you got Embiid. You saw how Embiid was eating up my poor heat today. But... My one, my one, we have championship experience. You haven't done. True. Zero. This Zip. is. What about guy. Giannis? That's the one guy. That's all we need. He's our leader. <laughs> all right. Wait, who's your head coach? Uh, ooh, you got to go with the foreign head coach. Yeah, that's you a can't good. have a USA head coach. Um, is Nick Nurse Canadian? Yeah. Or is he American? I think he's Canadian. I think he might be American. Oh, uh, maybe. I don't. If know. he's American, I can't take him. But if he's Canadian, I would take him. Okay. Um, but I know he coached in Britain. Are you telling me you don't want David Blatt? I do not want David Blatt, <laughs> even though he's a great European coach. Don't want him on my squad. This this is actually a really good question. I'm gonna think how I, there really aren't that many foreign-born coaches. I think I can't think of any to be honest with you. I'm sure there there are times. Oh, I'll take Steve Nash. Oh, there you go. All right, have fun with that. <laughs> hey, Steve Nash is good at just letting everyone just play, play yeah. their game. All right, you take Steve Nash. Th- them do them. All right, I'll take Steve Kerr. All right, that's fine. All right. All right, we'll, 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 we'll simulate it on 2K, 2K22. Tune into oh, yeah, it's actually tu- a good idea. Yeah, tune into a live it. episode of us streaming this game on 2K22. Did, did you download it? Yeah. All right, nice. Okay, All right. we should definitely do that. Well, thank you guys for bearing with that part of the segment. Um, but I, I agree with you. I think it's really close, and I think Team World, it's becoming something. But, okay, so if we so, – so we'll stimulate this. I'm, intis- I'm, I'm really excited about this to see how this shakes out. I'm going to watch this soon, so I'm, I'm okay. excited for this. We'll do 12-minute quarters. But we'll if, the whole yeah, yeah, for sure. But if we kind of extend this, and aside from this five-on-five, five, this matchup thing, and we just look at the top 10, top 15, because I think earlier in this episode I was saying that, oh, the world – like the U.S. still has most of the top 10 players or top 15 players. But now that I'm like talking about it out loud, I actually don't know about that because like the guys I just mentioned on my team, other than the Bogda- the yep. Boyan Bros, the Bogdan Bros, <laughs> the homies. Other, other than them, like these other guys are probably like four of the top six, seven players in the league right now. Yeah, they they are right. Like no, they simply are. Yeah. Like you could argue they're three of the top four. In, yeah. Who's who, if not four of the top five? Honestly. Wow, you're saying Luca's top five. I mean, he's he's got to be close, if not like there. Like I would okay. say, out of the Americans, it's only KD that probably enters that realm yeah. as of right now, right? Like, sure, LeBron yeah, can no, have a fair. super rege- resurgent season. Um, yeah. It's kind of shocking, like hearing it out loud. It's because that generation's—they're old. They're getting old. They it's are getting time. old, but like usually we have this funneling of American fresh product, like fresh players, um, as the old guard retires. And I just feel like we're in that lull. Remember that 2000s lull where we had those drafts where it was like Pau Gasol or mm-hmm. Amari, and, it, and there just weren't any American studs for like three, four years yeah. until 03 draft, and then we got like four of them. I feel like we might be entering that, but then we have like some young studs like Ja. Yeah. Um, but it's it, no, it's a weird it's a weird period right now. That's why that's what I wanted to get to next, actually. Um, so I also you know the expansion of the game can mean so many things. I wanted to start off with just how far basketball's reached and uh, talent-wise, but you have mentioned to me a lot of the times that 
like honestly, I maybe there really is no top ten, top twenty, whatever. Because the the expansion of the game too, in terms of the talent level, has risen so much that I and what's what I'm trying to say is like I don't even think a super team can do it anymore. I don't think super teams are even worth it because no matter what you do, this like this bench player, this mid tier player, is as good as a, a star. Um, in the in like ten years ago, definitely. Like, look, at, I mean, you look at your your Heat, Oladipo, averaging eighteen, whatever his ability to play, he would he's a star. He's still a star. Definitely. Uh, you know, like ten years ago, that's a star player. So, that that's that's always been my big thing, especially when you kind of enter the realm of like goat debates and things of that nature. That stuff that we eat up, the internet eats up. It's just the talent level, the floor of an NBA player or any professional athlete, or for that matter, any career, whether it's a teacher, doctor, engineer, whatever, whatever people are doing, it's just so much harder to get to now. And the floor for all these industries are just so much higher than back in the day. Like we in on uh, ESPN, they were getting into that big debate with uh, Mad Dog Russo and JJ Reddick. Oh, JJ Reddick to go. JJ Reddick, <laughs> could you please come on this podcast, man? I'll do anything, man. I'll do anything. Um, so, so, so yeah. just listening to JJ to talk about, it, right? like, yeah, the plumbers thing, like that's something we say all the time. But it's yeah. cool to see that on like a national media. But that's true. Like these are people back then were having to do part time jobs. They couldn't financially couldn't support themselves playing playing ball all the time. And so now we come to this point where there are kids at this moment starting at like age four doing all kinds of dribble drills, all kinds of layup drills, watching Kyrie, watching Steph, watching all these skilled guards and continuing to try to evolve the game. Like who in 10, 15 years, we're going to see something absurd. We're, 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 we're essentially going to see a Giannis type body with like Kyrie's skill set. That, that's what's next. And we have, we have some rumblings with like Victor Wembanyama. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. French guy. So that's another guy I could add on to my team. Oh, yeah, take him. I might have to, I might have to move down Bayon. So do you want Andre Bargnani too? Or Darko hey, Milicic? It's, it's going to be, hey, keep sleeping on Victor, dude. Yeah. Victor, Victor's up. That's fair. That's fair. But, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's just like the talent level now is just another. It's something we just haven't seen before. And even in 10 years, we'll say the same thing. This is something we've never seen before. And so I think. As we've seen in the last 20 years, like even 20 years ago, that's when Dirk and Powell were really mm -hmm. starting to emerge and make a name for themselves and make a name for the European basketball player. But but they were like kind of one offs for every Dirk. You'd see like two or three Baryani's. There was that one draft in like 2011 or nine. Um, all I remember from that draft is there was a series of players, mostly European, um, were being interviewed. A lot of them had translators just because they never came to America. They never were doing anything. Mm -hmm. And I remember the Wizards picked someone from Croatia, and he was like a leaper. Was it Jan Vesely? Yes, it was Jan Vesely. Yeah. Dude, so that guy that, was, I just yeah. I just put that name out there just because that was the draft <coughs> I'm referring to. I don't know exactly yeah. what year, but a lot of busts were in that draft. Yeah, oh, Mario Herzonia was in that draft. Yeah, that was a Mario Herzonia. So draft, like a lot yeah. of a lot of players just didn't live up to the hype yeah. or the expectation. For and these them. are great players. They, they and, go back to Europe. They're for phenomenal sure. any player in the yeah. league is just phenomenal. absolutely yeah. a monster um so I, I i just bring that up because back then that was what would happen it was still kind of a crapshoot for every dirk you'd get a couple of those guys for every pal you would get a couple of those guys but now it feels like for the most part 
regardless of what tier player you're you're drafting from them if you expect something usually they're delivering like and, and i could go back to my my squad with boyan and bogdan like no, they, I mean, they weren't drafted they weren't they didn't have the luka hype coming in or they didn't have um I guess Jokic didn't have any hype, but like those those guys just blossomed. That means that's just a testament to kind of their upbringing as prospects from the jump and kind of what they've been able to maximize. So I think that's what it's shown us is this global exodus of basketball. Um, it's just kind of creating all this new talent in all these un- untapped areas. Yeah. And now they're maximizing. I mean, the baseline talent now is at the level of, like, I'd say a Lamar Odom back in the day, right? Like, Lamar. Lamar oh, yeah. Lamar was, like, yeah. like phenomenal player. That's a great point, yeah. But his, like, everyone's at that baseline almost. Yeah. Now. Like, almost. Yeah, totally. Everyone. Yeah. You know, like, being able to do everything. Yeah. Like, and Lamar was, like, one of a kind back then because he was this lengthy guy. But that's, like, the baseline now. Definitely. So, it's interesting because I also think with that comes more records being broken so another like topic on the expansion of the game i mean at what point can we even have these debates anymore right like jordan lebron i mean i mean all these records and all these all this like numbers it's not it's so meaningless now right like averaging 30 a game it's just it's just it's just it's just normal so at what point do you stop using numbers and like rings and all that to debate who's the better player and just have to literally watch them play the game. I I think we already kind of do that, right? Because we already um, watch players during whatever era we really resonated with in basketball. And then we form this kind of bond with them. And that bond continues with us for a while, right? So anytime we hear the staunch Jordan supporters, they grew up with Jordan. Jordan was like an idol. Jordan brought out something in them and inspired them in a certain way. So they're always going to defend him. I'm always going to defend people like LeBron, Dwayne Wade, people that I grew up with and I saw as role models. I saw as like my heroes to an extent, right? And I'm going to carry that forward with me. Like when some kid in 2040 is going to talk about the next up and coming player, I'm going to be like, oh, but did you ever see LeBron? I'm going to do that. And I'm cognizant of that. I'm annoyed by the people who do that for older players right now. But... I know that I'm going to one day do that. So I think that's what it is. Like we, I think even though we, we do cite numbers on, I think it looks nice on TV when we're, when you flash that on the side of a screen and things of that nature, or you just get on a stat um, chase and, and it, it's just nice to kind of compare and be like, Oh, the first person to do 30, 10 and 10 or 30, 10, 10, 10, 10, whatever, whatever it, it becomes in the future. But I think at the core of any of these debates, because they're so sub- they're so subjective and and that's what makes them so great right and i think what fuels us more than anything is just our uh level of connection to whatever we saw growing up um mm-hmm. so so i think i think what we see like to your point what we see that that is what we generally go off of and then we use stats to back our argument instead of the other way around yeah i think that's a fair point um but you know like Again, I maybe I'm more of a '90s or th- 2000s basketball guy, while you are later, like 2000s. But when when I hear like the 2000s players, not the '90s players, the 2000s players say, if Jordan was in this league, he'd average 50. I kind of have to agree with that. Like, or it's like there, I think there are certain players that can, can transcend eras. 
Um, and I think Jordan, I think LeBron, I think Kobe. I mean, I think the guys who are always in the bait, those are the ones who I think transcend any era. Um, but I, I, I guess my question to you is, do you think that with all this like increase of talent and everything, going back to the game of basketball, do you think it's time for us to, number one, expand the NBA in terms of number of teams, and number two, add a four-point shot? So I, I don't like the four-point shot. I'll address the latter first. I don't like the four-point shot personally. I don't know how you feel about it, just because I'm kind of a purist with these things. I like well I well I say that like stats don't always matter. Like I just like being able to compare apples to apples as much as possible, even though things are different. Like you're saying, pay, players are a lot more skilled now, players are developing it a lot earlier, they're forcing it a lot earlier. And so I think they're gonna be shooting more threes, they're gonna be making more threes. Does that make you a better three point shooter than Reggie Miller? Not necessarily. Um, you just grew up in different games and played in different games. But I just like the fact that we can compare those things. If you introduce the four-point shot, I think that's just going to destroy every record book and make everything just kind of... There's no level playing field at that point. Um, it's kind of like why I didn't really like the NFL expanding to 17 games. It just... That's, 70, that's 60 years of work that you're just kind of dumping down the drain because um, all those... Anything that like Peyton accomplished with his touchdown record or Tom accomplished with his passing air like record, like those are just they're gonna be caught up to pretty quickly with seventeen. Um so I, I just I don't like that personally. And then with your first question, um, related to expansion, I think I've never really thought about that, but I think that's a great idea. Uh I think that's a good way to address that problem. You just dilute the pop dilute the talent, um, spread it out more and so it's more similar to how it used to be. But I think then you bring upon because you made a point earlier, uh, you were saying that back then superstars carried more weight because mm -hmm. there was such a big talent disparity. Oh yeah, it was way different. And nowadays, because the floor of the average NBA player is so much higher, you can kind of offset superstar talent. Oh yeah, and we've even seen that recently, like the Nets' big three. If that was formed ten years prior, like that would be that's like a seven championship lethal. team. Um, yeah, but the, because it was formed when it was formed, it's tough. You can't guard people the way you could back then, or you can't just rely hope that someone misses. I think as much as you could before, mm -hmm. and so I f I feel like um, that's probably what's leading to some of these superstar team failures, so to speak. What do you think? Yeah, no, I don't think I think of course there's chemistry involved and all that, but I mean I don't think. I don't think a lot of it is truly chemistry issue. I legit think that I I mean their chemistry is so important. But I mean, I mean we've seen these superstars they they have the same drive to win, right? And we've seen them put on the chemistry just for the back of just for the playoffs at least. I mean, Kobe and Shaq's a prime example of absolutely hated each other, but were able to put it together, right? And they're like the most common example of really hated each other. Um but yeah, I mean you look at you look at the Nets, failure Absolute failure. You even look at the Lakers to some extent. Absolute failure. Um, you know, with LeBron. I mean, in you can't say absolute failure. Okay, I mean, not well, I'm a Laker fan, so anything short of a yeah. three seasons, absolute failure. I think. Okay, it's a disappointment. Okay, but like, yeah, I agree. I mean, I mean, there's other teams out there that were put together, quote unquote, were maybe like mid tier superstar teams in the last five years that have also been failure. I mean, the the Sixers. 
right? Um, they at one point had Jimmy Butler. We forget Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid, and Ben Simmons. I, I mean, you even look at today's Bulls. Uh, I mean that you have three All Stars, three bona fide All Stars on that team. I mean, Vucevic is great. You forgot him, by the way. You could have picked him up. I oh, know. I thought about okay. Vucevic. Um, and Zach Levine, Demar. I mean, these are three bona fide stars in the league, and they're and, and it's just it's not good enough. Uh, to to be a well put together, well oiled machine like the Celtics, who literally has probably one star, true star. I mean, Jalen Brown's great. Marcus Smart's a great defender, but they have a star. And I actually think we're gonna see it going back. And LeBron and whatever you want to say, LeBron kind of ruined people will say you know ruined it because he had the superstar thing we're gonna see a trend that's going back after lebron is done this trend is going to go back to it's gonna be one star really that's the guy um and they may have talents around it like like the Suns, for instance like chris paul is the leader but d book's the guy right save the warriors draymond's the leader steph's the guy and i think that is going to be the trend where we have one guy who's the, that's it you know, that's that's our alpha. Um, and even if I'm as good as him, I am a beta and I'm here to support. And that's so, I think that's the way to win the championship again. I think it's going to go back to the, to kind of like I'm just going to take this trend, not go back, but go to this this area where maybe just a suit like two guys together at the most to successfully win championships. But I'd kind of argue that even when there were the super teams, that was already taking place to an extent. Like the ones that were successful were able to delegate that between themselves. For example, you hear Dwayne Wade talk about the first year together with the Heatles. He says that there was kind of a, all right, you take it sometimes, I take it sometimes. No one really knew where they stood between him and LeBron. But then going into year two, he said he he had to just take a back seat and be like, hey, LeBron, it's okay. You're the man here. You're going to be the Batman. And you got to know that and you got to play like that. And you got to be okay with that. And I'm okay with that, but I need you to be okay with that. And so they had the understanding. And I think that's what helped them have those successful years in, in subsequent years. Um, but then you look at teams like Oklahoma City when they had a bunch of young studs. There were, still wasn't a clear... like. I think everyone generally thought, okay, KD's probably the best player here, but that's not necessarily how that team functioned. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what limited that team. And so I think when these teams form together, if they are able to delegate and kind of choose those roles, then they tend to be pretty successful. Um, and it makes it easy, right? Like if you, if you partner two people who are slightly different in their talent level, like let's say the maps get Rudy Gobert. And oh, you forgot about him too. Uh, and I just have to. So you have all you have two all the bunch of centers, bro. We I, know, I don't need him, bro. We'd run him. around you, bro. You got a whole no, bunch of seven footers it. who are running around. I don't need him. Um, but I'm just saying. So if he gets them, there's a clear talent. Like Luca's the guy okay. there. Yeah. And so you just fall into that. But let's say the Mavs somehow get Jason Tatum, who's closer to Luca's level. Then you kind of have to decide right, who's going to be what level, who's going to be um, our de facto guy, and who's going to be our second. I think. And I think historically that's what's proven true. Like mm -hmm. Pippen, for all accounts, was a great player, um, but like everyone's like, okay, MJ's the guy here, and I'll kind of fill it into this other role and do these other things that might not get as much shine, um, but are still very impactful f towards winning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, 
uh, I just want to thank you guys for kind of talking about the expansion of the game or just kind of the game of basketball in general and how cool it's been and how it's transformed over these uh, you know, past couple of years. Um, I just want to ask for one quick question on the spot because we were talking about expanding the teams. I want you to give me two Austin. states. No, no, Austin, no, 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 stop. Austin, stop Texas it. Needs a team. Stop it. I want you to give me two cities outside of Texas, California, uh, Nevada, and Florida, where you would love to see to an NBA team. Oh wow! On the spot. I was gonna say Austin and Vegas, but you took away both of those. So. Yeah, I know you're gonna say that because you like um, it. Okay, so first, definitely, I gotta put a team back in Seattle. Okay. Uh, yeah, bring back the Sonics. Like that, yeah. it was. I still feel bad that the Sonics don't have a team, and they need to have another team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then aside from that. I will go ahead and say, ooh, let's say, uh, where, where's Kyle from? Billings, Montana. Billings, Montana. Billings, Montana. What would you name them? Uh, I think you'd go like Montana Grizzlies. The, Take the, the mountains away. The, the Monta- caps. The caps. The mountain. The mountain caps. The mountain caps. They just lie. They're capping all the They're time. They're capping all the time. All right. Yeah. Anyways, I uh, appreciate you all listening to another episode of All Ball. Uh, we'll see you next time.